Don't risk missing all your team's matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Our next guest has been described as a few things in his time. Oh, fantastic. It is so good. That is Ricky Ponting for you. Ricky Ponting. You're genius. That is one of the loveliest pieces of fielding you will see. That's out. That's out. Yes, it is. What brilliant fielding. But we'll just call him legend. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour. Ricky Ponting. Oh, yeah. Oh. How good is that? Good afternoon, legend. Welcome to the top-rating rush hour. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's, it's nice that you listen to me as well. I only played the good things that I've been called there. Some of the other things you, you didn't use, so I'm, I'm happy to be on the show. Really appreciate it, mate. Now, let's get underway. Uh, that was diabolical performance by the Australians against New Zealand. 89-run thrashing. What will we see change tonight against Sri Lanka, Ricky? And I hope you tell me there's going to be changes. Well, I'm just reading between the lines, man. I'm not sure there will be changes. Right. I, I honestly feel that they probably didn't take their, their best or strongest 11 on the field for, for game one. Um, New Zealand came ready to play. Uh, reading what they said, they once they batted first, they wanted to land the first couple of punches, and Finn Allen certainly did that nice and early on and put the Aussies on the back foot. But, look, to be honest, I, I've been a little bit, I'm not disappointed, but just a bit bizarre, I think, Australia's build-up into this World Cup. I mean, I know they played a fair bit of cricket, but, yeah, they mixed and matched their teams around a lot. And, you know, Cameron Green coming in, opening the batting, Aaron Finch batting down the middle, and, you know, a lot of the quicks missing games leading up to a World Cup. So, and there's probably a few other distractions around that that team now as well with, um, you know, even with what's come out with Pat the last couple of days, with Steve Smith, you know, sitting on the sidelines not playing. Um, so, but they're going to have to find a way to bounce back pretty quickly because that's probably the worst game of T20 cricket they've played in a long time. And they're coming up against a team that only a month ago won the Asia Cup. You know, this Sri Lankan team beat Pakistan and India quite comfortably, actually, albeit in quite quite different conditions. But they're, they're no pushover in the T20 game. So the Aussies want to make sure that they land the first few punches tonight. I totally agree with the build-up punter because at one stage Aaron Finch said there's method to the madness, but I, I still can't see it. I mean, Cameron Green opening the batting, he was never going to open the batting in the World he Cup. Like, runs, if he got his chance, but it was going to be in the middle order, mm. I would have thought, and, and playing as an all-rounder, I just, I just couldn't work it out. Yeah, no, it was, you know, I was sitting back watching those games and listening to a bit of the commentary around it as well. And I think everyone was in the same boat, Bluey, that they couldn't really work out and understand you know, if Green was going to come into the side and he was going to be batting in the middle order, for someone that hasn't played much T20 cricket, surely it was better off for him to get a bit of a feel feel of it in the middle rather than batting up the top. But, um, yeah, anyway, it's, it's been it is, – that is what it is, I guess. And, and now that he's actually been added to their squad with, with Inglis going out, I, I actually think he's in their best starting 11. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens tonight. But um, the, the, everything sounds like they're probably going to stick with the same the same group. But I think he's got to play tonight, punter. Like, That's take too. his batting out of it just because of his bowling. Like, what, what do Sri Lanka not want to face? Do they want bounce? Um, I, I liken it to – if two spinners were going to, or if you're playing at the SCG, you play two spinners. If you're going to play in Perth, you play your your quick bowlers that are going to get some decent bounce. Yeah, well, um, you, you, at the expense of one of the other three that played the other night, or are you talking yep. leaving one of the batters out? No, I just think for one game, you'd leave either Stoinis or David out. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at that, I, th- I think both both Stoinis and David to me probably both looked to be in a bit better form than the captain as well. I mean, Finch, Finch has looked all at sea for a long time, I reckon, in, in T20 and 
uh, ODI cricket, and we know that he's finished with the ODI stuff. And the way this is going, might be the might be the end of, of T20s as well after this World Cup. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, they're they're the selection uh, dilemmas. I, I guess they've got on their hands tonight. But but with the World Cup, you don't want to be chopping and changing. They should have had everything in in alignment coming into that first game against New Zealand with a pretty clear plan of what they wanted to do and what they wanted to achieve. And uh, if if that was what they wanted to play the other night against New Zealand, then I reckon they'll probably end up sticking with it tonight. Hey, Virat Kohli the other night, absolutely oh. unleashed. It was unbelievable to watch MCG absolutely pumping. Uh, there's been a few comparisons saying, well, Steve Smith, if he was in the side, he could do something like that. Do you, do you buy into that, punter? Um, I don't think Stephen's quite as powerful or explosive as, as what Virat can be. Um, you know, Virat, I, I think I described him probably too two years ago, 18 months ago, is probably the best white ball batsman I've ever seen. He's, mm. His one-day record is unbelievable, especially in run chases. He's got, I don't know many hundreds, he's got him one-day cricket now, and his last two or three years of the IPL are probably, with the exception of last season, actually, where he struggled a little bit, have been as good as any batting I've ever seen. And, um, you know, his form coming into the World Cup wasn't great. You know, yeah. that little break where he needed a bit of a mental freshen up, he said, just to get, get his love for the game back again. And But... Yeah, that's why you have these champion experienced players playing these big tournaments because moments like that come around and, you know, it's normally the, the older, more experienced guys that have been there and done it before that get the job done for you in high-pressure situations and it doesn't get any more pressurised than that the other night. You know, one of the biggest rivalries in world sport, the MCG, 90,000 people there and, you know, they need 28 runs off eight balls to get across the line and, and Coley gets them there. I reckon the World Cup needed that punter after the result in against Australia and New Zealand. Um, that rivalry, rivalry between India and Pakistan and, and listening to some of the commentators who have been to lots and lots of sporting events at the MCG saying that's the best event that they've ever been to. It was just rocking the MCG. Yeah, awesome. I think great planning there, Bluey, as well. I mean, they, they obviously wanted to get the big rivalries out of the way early and this Australian-New Zealand game let, let that down, didn't let the start of the tournament down, but... I was just talking to a few people today, actually, that were at, actually in the city on Sunday night, and they said, you know, once when they, with the game being on, and once the game was over, the, the whole they, they said the whole vibe of the whole city was just incredible. I mean, we've we've played in front of in front of subcontinental crowds before, and they they tend to get reasonably loud even <laughs> when the game's not on the line. But when when the game's on the line like that, and the King Cole is at the crease, you could just imagine the atmosphere that would have been created in there. And there's talk now that there might be a test match between. Pakistan and India at the MCG. Do you reckon that'll happen, punter? What? Jeez, I, I didn't. I haven't read that today. Where did you but find Maybe that I made that up. No, I read it. Read it <laughs> in the paper it last night. I read, read it in the paper because they haven't played well, test matches can, for a long time. Yeah, well, you can. One thing to be sure, it'd be sold out every day. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, there, there were ninety thousand in there on Sunday night. There would have been another hundred thousand just outside the MCG, hoping that they could just some try and find a way to. <laughs> To sneak in somewhere. <laughs> Just listen from outside. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about the West Indies. Bit of a basket case at the moment. We're playing a test series against them as well. Do you fear for that series? Oh, look, I, I have for a little while, to be honest. I mean, I and probably even more so now on the back of what, how mm. poor they were in this T20. I know they're obviously vastly different formats. and But normally when you talk about the West Indies, you talk about them being more competitive in the, yeah. the T20 games than the test matches. But, yeah, look, it... it you know, I was on record the other day saying how how damaging that sort of performance could be for their cricket in their country to not progress through to the next stage of this World Cup. And um, you know, even one of their best players, Shimon Hetmyer, not not even turning up at the airport. Oh, what happened the there? <laughs> I forgot. 
<laughs> well, he did, well, he actually, knowing the West Indies guys, he probably did forget. <laughs> he was on a boat position. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he just, he just, he just had a, he's got a, a young, a young child apparently, yeah. and he wanted to pinch an extra day at home, and and then they said, well, <laughs> well, you can stay home full, full, uh, full time then. So, look, I think that sort of sums up a bit of what their attitude must be towards some of these, you know, playing for their country and playing in World Cup events. Because we know, we know now they're all about. Um, you know, the IPLs and filling their pockets mm. with big money over there and playing for their country probably doesn't mean as much to them as it does to some of the other uh, countries around the world. Chatting to Australian cricket great Ricky Ponting. Now, Ricky, uh, Australia, they win tonight. Now, are they any chance of going back-to-back in this T20 World Cup? If not, who are you putting your money on? Oh, no, there's still, still a good chance. Be, I mean, that, those sort of performances can happen in T20 cricket. Well, you know, it's... Um, but they're going to have to they're going to have to change things and, and yeah. do things a whole lot better than what they did. Not change things; they have to change. It turns to play better. I mean, it's. I mean, we everyone had had written them off before the last um, World Cup in the UAE yeah, because did. of the conditions, yeah. and you know the, the Australians can't win in these conditions. Well, they've got their conditions now. Okay. You look at their team. Their team. You read their team, and they, they, I mean they've got as good a team as anyone in the tournament. Right. Um, but they're going. They're you know if there is any uncertainty around the group um, and some of those other distractions that I was talking about before, they right. want to get rid of those okay. out of their minds before tonight. And then Done. because if they, even if they get through tonight, they've they've got to play England on Friday night, and they mm. have got a very very good mm. team. So a um, couple of big games coming up for them for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to that game, the Australia yep. England game, which will be great. At uh, I think that's at the MCG. Yes, it is, Greg. Hey, punter, just changing tack. Uh, your footy team, oh, North, North Melbourne. Oh, just, what? Hey, well, they're we merging. Said we're well, not going to ask him about it. Greg, I can't believe you. No, Why'd Greg. you bring that up for well, Ricky's flat? Oh, Those are number one draft I'm picks, hear- coaches. I'm hearing Ricky <laughs> single-handedly got Alistair Clarkson he to the footy club. Is that it did not. Is that true? No, that's not true. Oh. Um, I I might have sent him a few little messages in the few oh. weeks leading up before before he was announced. Oh, yeah. um, and the text messages did ramp up a little bit when the Essendon job became available. As well. I was getting I was getting a little bit. You were bombarding him, were you? Oh yeah, it's fair to say that. I never got too many replies either. So. <laughs> You might have been getting a little bit fed up with him. Now, Ricky, how would you describe yourself as a young footballer growing up? Were you a tough inside mid or Surely a scaredy tough. little full forward or forward pocket player that just full was front and square because you didn't like the contact? Oh, I, I probably the way that Greg describes himself, I'm probably the opposite of that. So Greg would have been, Greggy would have been that fast, you know, half forward flanker. Yes, yeah, long, long, long sleeves, yeah. high flying. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So I'm, I was probably the opposite of all of those. Sort of things. <laughs> Who was the better player out of you, JL and uh, Bluey? Oh, give me a break! What? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking. He's talking Jay- footy, not. Not Justin cricket. Langer was a tough little rover. Ja- ja- Justin Langer's got shorter legs than Scott Waddle. <laughs> Scotty Waddle! How would Lang gone in the modern game when you need the pace? Got to actually run. Or, or the, and the other and the other thing, he couldn't he couldn't, he couldn't kick as far as Tony Shaw either. So that was great. Great. Jam chin. Brilliant. Hey there, golf. Oh, we need to ask you about that. Right. How's that uh, yes. tracking along? Because you're a member at Metropolitan, I think, in Melbourne. Mm. Are you getting out there much? I'm not. Actually, I'm, I spoke to Blue about this last night. Metro and Peninsula Kingswood are my two home clubs here in, in oh, Melbourne. Nice. And uh, I've travelled a bit the last few months, and I got back from one of my overseas trips and trapped the nerve in my in my spine. So I basically was... Ooh incapable of Jeez. even sort of walking for about a month. So Jeez. I had to have a quarter zone into my spine and try and loosen up that, 
Mm. Loosen up the uh, the nerve. It's back back now. I hit a few balls again today and getting the getting the golf bug back. I'm actually supposed to be playing with our mate JB in the morning. Um, Louis, oh, oh. In Kingston Heath. So nice and early. Make uh, sure and, the, and the reason shots. for that. Well, I was going to say the reason for that is it's racing carnival next week, right? So I need a bit of a fill up in the bank before the races come around. Yeah. So, I thought, so I thought I'd ring JB and try and get some easy cash up. Well, JB is, yeah. of course, James Brayshaw. Yeah. Now, he actually told me he went out to dinner with you and your lovely wife, I think it was last week. So I'm hoping he picked up the tab. Yeah. Well, yeah, he got he got off, actually. He had a voucher at the restaurant, which is why he invited us oh, in the first place. Oh, he had a voucher, I've heard So he had a voucher, and then as it turned out, <laughs> yeah. Rihanna, Rihanna and I actually know the, the owner of the restaurant quite well, and the owner was in there that night, and he'd had a, he'd been in there all afternoon, the owner, for they had a long lunch and turned into an, an evening. And he told the waiter when we were leaving to, that he would get the bill. So JB got off without even having to use his voucher oh. on the, on the <laughs> He's back to home. Oh. He's as bad as you, Gregory. Oh, he he's as you. bad as you, White oh, Teeth. Oh, you're he's a worse. tight oh, ass. Oh, no, he's worse than me. Hey, um, Punner, thanks for your Brilliant, time, mate. mate. I know you're doing uh, probably lots of interviews at the moment with the World Cup being on, but you're always generous with your time. Thanks for joining us on the Rush Hour. No worries, boys. Good to catch up. Well done, great there man. There you go, Ricky there Ponting.